Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? Another brand new motherfucking episode. You are listening to the award-winning, world-famous, behind-the-baller podcast. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Some people know me as the Korean John Cusack. Some people know me as the Wash Lord. Some people know me as the Asian John McCall. And some people know me as the Korean Crazy Bear. But I like to call myself Odesu. And last but not least, the Forrest Gump of Hip Hop. Yo, people, what is good? I hope you are feeling great on this lovely Thursday morning BTB Army. It is January 7th, and that means that there is only 13 days left in Dick Stain Donald's presidential career. Okay. Crazy fucking day yesterday, right? So allegedly there's supposed to be a secret meeting that happened last night amongst Congress to kick Pig Dick out of office early because they don't even want him in fucking office anymore. They're like, fuck this. We don't, I know it's less than two weeks left. Fuck this. You've caused so much of a fucking ruckus is curtains for you, right? But like, bro, I mean, he's not my bro. What the fuck? My, Donald, like what the fuck is really wrong with you, bro? Huh? Like what happened? Like what went down yesterday was 100% your fault, okay? And what happened yesterday was the most embarrassing moment in American history in at least the almost 48 years of me being on this earth. By the way, my birthday is coming up January 27th. Thought I just plugged that in there. It was the most embarrassing moment as an American. I was born and raised in this motherfucking country. I don't give a fuck. All right. And I don't have a fucking clue what Antifa really is. Like I'm, I'm, it's nobody, no fucking buddy on the left or the democratic side or where the fuck you want to call, whatever you, the liberals or where the fuck you, I hate those terms. Okay. None of those fucking people use the word Antifa. Do you want to know why? They don't even fucking acknowledge it. It's only something that you dumb fucks, Trump supporters have created. Regardless, Antifa has nothing to fucking do with what happened with the fucking attack at the Capitol yesterday, okay? What that was, was a completely despicable act, all right? And the fucking crazy part about it was the police were in on it. The police that were protecting the fucking Capitol, they were in on it, all right? The motherfuckers are taking selfies. They fucking opened the fucking gates for these fucking cocksuckers to destroy our government. It's just crazy, okay? Thank God nobody of importance got hurt. I did hear a veteran got shot and she died. I think I heard a couple others might have died too. Guess what? You play stupid fucking games and you're going to win stupid fucking prizes, right? Not to sound morbid, but anyone who would do anything that aggro to support Donald Trump deserves all that smoke that they got, right? And them motherfuckers last night, yo, the National Guard, they came in, was beating up all the motherfucking Trump supporters. That shit was amazing to see. It was lovely. I was loving watching all that shit, watching them motherfucking, them fucking racist, KKK, Proud Boy, all them fucking weirdos, all the fucking Confederate flags getting their ass beat. That shit was incredible, okay? Look, if I know people say, don't compare Donald Trump to Hitler, it waters down what Hitler did. Look, 
Hitler killed millions of Jews. Okay? Imagine that level of fucking just the devil. Scum fuckery, right? But in modern day times, pig dick is right there with dude. Okay? So rest in piss to anyone who thought it was a good idea to attack our democracy, attack our government, go to fucking, like, what the fuck were you thinking about being in D.C.? It's stupid. I didn't hear a single fucking thing about any of those fucking Trump tards getting arrested. Okay? They were fucking Trump. Do you see those fucking idiots I posted yesterday on my Instagram? Dudes were sitting inside the house of Congress. Like, this is like the holiest part of the government. Not that I'm the super most political person in the world, but it's just like something to talk about. Like, you just know. Like, I know I don't love the police. I've been very vocal about my my stance on the police. But I do know that, you know, I'm not going to go out and fucking do anything stupid. But, you know, I, I just, I'm like, look, it is what it is. So I just avoid that fucking bullshit. But I would never in a million fucking years go attack the White House. And you got stupid ass people like Tucker Carlson, like, oh, well, you know, you should pay attention to that. You should learn. Why did they do that? Because you have a fucking sinister dumb fuck who is not my president, but the president of the United States. It, it's just crazy. These fucking magatards were sitting in fucking Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office, sitting in her chair. One of them wrote a little cute little letter, and the handwriting was fucking similar to a real psychopath. If you look at a, a psychopath... People like people, schizophrenic people who have how they like write. That's how the shit looked like. Motherfuckers were behind the podium. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how was this dude, that Burning Man dude, the fucking guy I posted yesterday who looked like fucking Braveheart, right? Jake Angeli from Tempe, Arizona. How the fuck is he not arrested? Right? These men committed federal crimes. And you've heard it a thousand times, but I'm going to say it again. Had all those men that were rushing the Capitol yesterday been black, they would have been dead. They would have been fucking shot for sure. All right. Did you see how many fucking police were there for the BLM fucking protests and then how they were dressed, what level of fucking military or law enforcement that was there? And yesterday's show was a joke. I said, motherfuckers, cops were taking selfies with, with magatards. Like, the way Dick Stain was talking to lead the whole fucking, his little cotillion, his little cuntillion, like, the way that Donald was talking and lying to the world was so fucking pathetic. It disturbed me so far. I couldn't, like, I thought I was watching a movie. I, you know, I thought I was watching a comic book villain take over Gotham City. Like it was literally, you know, I wasn't shocked, but I was in disbelief, you know? Like, come on, 2021. I know I said last year that this is going to be a fucking worse year than 2020. I, I did say that. You got any OG BTB or diehard BTB listeners, you know I said that. It's going to be a shitty year, but we're going to figure it out better. Last year, we didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And this year, I kind of feel like we kind of, we've braced ourselves, but that's still, you know, it's still going to be a fucked up year. But damn, yo, look, bottom line, as of the recording of this podcast, the House has met, they voted, they verified, and even though some pieces of shit like fucking Ted Cruz and whatever, and other senators, fucking uh, Josh, what the fuck's his name, whatever, fuck him, 
they voted against the Democrats. Look, Joseph Biden still got his 270 plus electoral votes certified, verified by the House and Congress. So pig dick, it is curtains for you. That's it, dummy. To anyone who is a supporter of Dick Stain Donald Trump, your curtain call just happened. All right. He will most likely never be able to ever run for president again or anything that has to do with fucking any kind of office, any kind of government shit, anything, period. Right. As of this podcast, he barely got his Twitter account back. And once he's out, whether they fucking impeach this cocksucker, throw him out or January 20th, his Twitter account will be banned. I know it will be. Right? I'm so sick and tired of hearing the fucking term fake news. It is exhausting. Okay, I actually watch Fox News a little more often now because I want to see how different. Is it really that different? You know, that yes, they're definitely very right wing and whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, you know, it's trash. Like I said, Tucker Carlson, the way he speaks to his, his fucking fans saying stupid shit, like that whole team there sucks. Fucking Hannity, whatever the fuck, all those guys, they suck dicks. Right. But they even said that Trump has lost. It's time to fucking face the music. You know, don't attack the government. Don't do that. That's not how we do things. Whatever. Listen, fuck them. All right. Even sleazy piece of shit. Lindsey Graham, who shits in his pants every fucking day, called it and said, Joe Biden is president. So give up while you are so fucking far behind. That's it. All right. I can't wait to see what happens to Dick Stain's entire family. Yes, even fucking Jared Kushner. Like, you got these people who are like, oh, you know, Jews, uh, the Israelis, uh, we support because Jared is, is, you know, and all that. Fuck, shut the fuck up. I don't know no motherfucking real OG fucking Israelis who fuck with Jared Kushner or fuck with Trump like that. I don't think anybody. Look, all those people that voted for him, all those billionaires and people that were kind of behind his back, in 2016, none of them motherfuckers are around. They ain't fucking with dude. Come on, man. I want to see what happens to Ivanka. Right? And remember, I used to fucking have a crush on Ivanka. I used to be out of the clubs with her and shit in New York and everything. Like, I don't even... Do you think that this bitch would even wreck it? She wouldn't even acknowledge any of them fucking Trump tarts that are out there. Like, them fucking dudes, they really do look like they shop at Bass Pro Shops, like, on a daily basis. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not even on that REI shit. They're, they're just on some straight up real, you know, they got jelly sandwiches in their back pockets, that type of fucking hick shit, okay? Ivanka's definitely probably going to go to jail too, all right? I'm going to leave Dick Stain Jr. He's just fucking so stupid. Eric Trump, fucking idiot. You know, I'm not going to talk about my friend, obviously, whatever. Miserable Melania, she's already moved out of the fucking White House. Look, that bitch is probably going to get a divorce, right? You already know that bitch is, she's sick of all that shit. She just want to raise her son, just be over all this shit and just fucking be done. And, you know, um, whatever, fuck that bitch. Speaking of divorce, though, I do not like talking about my friends on this podcast in any kind of negative light, right? But Kim and Kanye are calling it quits. They're getting a divorce. And the only thing, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is I want to address one thing here. Because I know Ye well enough and I know the inside shit here and there. And I'm not spilling no tea. That's not at all. What I don't like is his name trending with Jeffree Star and the rumors going, oh, well, Kim is fucking... First of all, no. 
stop. All right. But Kanye is not fucking that. Yo, I, I cannot believe him. This is actually going on this episode and it's going to be archived forever. Look, there is not a chance in hell that Kanye is fucking that Skeletor looking dude, Jeffree Star. All right. It's not happening, bro. Okay. Get the fuck out of here with that. I hate, I fucking hate rumors. I don't give a fuck if this motherfucker moved from Calabasas to Hidden Hills. I don't give a fuck if he got a house in Wyoming. That don't matter for shit. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I can't even imagine. Look, there's no way. And I'm saying this because I just, look, if Ye was was bi or gay, whatever, man, look, man, more power, dude, cool, right? I just know that he's not, he's not even friends with Jeffree Star like that in any which way, in any capacity, okay? I couldn't imagine this dude, Jeffree Star, who has said some of the craziest racist shit in the world. And I got friends who rock with dude because he's got crazy paper. And so they're like, fuck that. Let me, you know, they sell him cars, do everything else. I'm not going to throw their names under the bus. But what I'm saying is, look, he's a super popular YouTuber. Fuck that dude. Is this, I, can't even, I can't even look at the dude for a second, okay? I couldn't imagine having $100 million or more and acting that thirsty still. I'd be fucking ghost. Right. I'd have the podcast and it would just be dropped. I would probably do the podcast maybe two, three times a week. They'd be like 20 minute episodes. And I would say the most outlandish shit ever. Not that I don't, you know, I definitely, I filter shit now, but I can't imagine having a hundred million dollars and still being that fucking thirsty. Right. I have had multiple people ask me to sell him some jewelry, some ice and things. And it's like, yo, like I seen TV Johnny selling some shit and it was just crazy because like, he posted Jeffree Star and people are like, see, man, we just know Johnny's just about his paper. He don't give a fuck. He just want, that's, that's not me. I'm not just about my paper. I'm about my paper, but it's there's got to be morals behind shit. Like I can't support any, it might just be business, but like, you know, if someone walks in my store, I can't stop that necessarily if I'm not there. But like I consciously made a decision to not rock with dude. Okay. I literally, like I said, I could legit cannot look at dude in the face. There's no fucking way. I hate that that rumor is going around. Kanye is, they're not breaking up because of fucking Kanye. Fucking, no. It's fucking gross. Okay. Now back to Dick Stain, Pig Dick, Donald Trump. To our government, please. I have a lot of listeners. I was fucking, I'm shocked to this day how many people listen to this show. Like I'm talking from high up, from low down, from random people, people who are just chill, you know, students, younger people, older people. Look, to our government, show no mercy. I beg you, please, arrest that piece of shit, okay? I'm not the bigger man. I'm not those type of people who are so quick to show forgiveness. I wish nothing but hell upon that cocksucker, all right? He needs to be in jail for sure for a minimum of a few years. Fuck that protective custody. He needs to get that good Wonder Bread bag treatment in jail, all right? They need to give him the Wonder Bread bag treatment with no olive oil, okay? Sidebar, if you don't own a TV, you don't own a phone, I don't know how the fuck you be listening to this, but if you don't have any friends, all right, 
just wanted to remind you guys that Georgia did its thing, okay? Georgia, the state of Georgia flipped from red to blue. And now I'm telling you this because it, it, this is coming from a former almost 30-year Republican, all right? Didn't vote for Dick Stane in 16. I'm happy to see a black pastor and Jewish millennial run the peach state, all right? And with that said, enough of the politics. I don't want to talk about this shit no more. I don't even want to mix anything else with this part of the show, okay? So Miles Davis, sir, Miles Davis is actually his real name, by the way. No joke. He is one half of the fucking Wonder production crew, the Dust Brothers, that produced this show. Mr. Miles, please, could you bless the army with some Lakey Lake, some Lakey fly shit, all right? And we'll be right back, guys. Yo, yo, we're back. And um, I, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, um, I think a lot of you guys kind of could tell that I've been going through some tough shit in the house. And um, we're not pretty much having anybody in the house just because of what's going on with COVID and everything. And we don't have the housekeeper. So the house is in fucking turmoil right now. The place is a fucking disaster. Um, my wife does as much as she can. But I mean, you know, she's I got to hold down the financial part and everything. And, and I do what I can with the kids after they're done with school. But like during like I help a little bit with Kaya, but you know, she's going crazy and, uh, you know, we got, we got no help at all whatsoever. But, um, with all that said, you know, I've been kind of tweeting certain things cause I've been going through some things and I forgot to mention a few things, which I'm gonna get into in a second, but I got to take a moment out because, uh, we lost a family member <sighs> on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, we lost a family member and, um, uh, Ricardo, man, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say, man. You know, I, I, um, I know me and you would, would fucking argue like fucking brothers, you know, for 10 years. I've known you for fucking 10 years, 11 years, shit. Known you for, for over 10 years and we've argued and we just, but I can't tell you how much I truly do appreciate everything you've done for my family, for our family, for just, wow, man, just all that you've done, just period. Um, he is a handyman and does construction. Uh, he taught my brother-in-law a lot about construction, how to do things. And he just was, I, I can't explain to you. I just can't even, literally cannot explain to you what, what, how much he has done for all the homes that we've lived in and things that he's done helped. And he helped move, one, you know, uh, me and Nicolette first started living together. And he's probably installed every fucking TV in all my homes. And I have, like, we have, let's say flex. I'm just saying I have, what, 11 TVs in this house? Like, and like, it's it just crazy just what he's done on, the, just to save me hundreds of thousands of dollars in the last 10 years, probably. Um, rest in peace, Ricardo. Uh, I hope you're just, just, you're in a better place. And um, I don't know, man, it's really hard just because, you know, uh, again, um, the last time I saw you was a few months ago and uh, obviously, uh, you know, I, man, I'm just, I'm just, you know, you should, I never know when it's uh someone's time. You're not gonna see him again. You know, make sure you tell people you love them. 
I make sure everyone I know that, that I do love. I mean, I have a small circle, so people should know how much I have, you know, how I feel about them. I've reached out with a lot of people this week. I've reached, reached out to a lot of people, people in Korea all over. I just, not that anything's happened to me, but, you know, God forbid, I just, it's just crazy. And um, with how fucked up COVID is right now, and I talked about it, how, you know, the doctors can't resuscitate and this and that and the EMT. And I mean, I'm saying EMT people are instructed not to, you know, uh, pick up bodies. All the people, shit is crazy. I have a friend, a friend, not really like, I'm sorry, I have an acquaintance whose mom passed away. And the mom passed away in the morning in the house, in the living room. She died of covid and for 24 hours still, I don't even know up to this 10 hours time, I haven't, I haven't asked, but it had been 24 hours. They still haven't picked up the body. The body is sitting in the living room. There is nowhere to put it. The morgues are full. You know, she's still contagious because she has COVID. It's just fucking nuts. Like, could you imagine if your mother died in the living room and you live with your mom and there's nothing you could do? Like, I mean, I guess you know, with a hazmat suit and everything and try to get gloves and whatever and then try to put her inside a, a trash bag or whatever. I, I don't know. Like, it's just the craziest. Like, what do you fucking do? You know, LA County morgue, when I pick her up, the police, nothing. Not, they, no one to do anything. So I don't know. I pray to God that they've got her. But look, my mind has been elsewhere and it's just been crazy. So I have to apologize for not mentioning this on episode 147 which was the previous episode to this one, obviously. But rest in peace to MF Doom. I feel really bad. I had seen that uh, when I listened. Obviously, I'm an avid listener of, of I Am Rapport. Saw so Mike Rapport obviously address it. I was like, fucking how the fuck did I forget that? Now, look, I'm going to say this right now. I vaguely remember meeting MF Doom. He wasn't MF Doom at the time. And I'm going to be straight up real with you. I don't know a ton of MF Doom songs, but you know what I do know? I do know Zev Love X, and that was his um, moniker before he was MF Doom. So a lot of people who know him, whatever else, and I knew who he was, you know, I obviously knew, you know, the bigger joints and everything, and he was a legend, 100%. You know, your favorite rapper's rapper, it's true, all caps when you say his name, MF Doom. But what I'm trying to get at is, you're talking to a real OG boom bap hip hop cat. I've been around this shit since the fucking late 70s, since the early 80s. I've been around this for real. Zev Love X was a member of KMD, Get Yours Posse. KMD was a group that I was so fucking into, I can't even tell you. Signed to Electra Records, man. Yo, that song Peach Fuzz, that shit brings back high school days, all that stuff. Look, man, when I think of Zev Love X, you know, I think, wow, man, this dude was signed to a major decide to fuck, well, he got dropped, you know, the KMD, whatever, and, and he's like, fuck this, and created a whole different fucking persona and was a fucking legend and contributed so much to hip-hop. So rest in peace to MF Doom. God bless your entire family. My condolences to everyone. You know, what's crazy is um, I reached out to Dante Ross, who I've, I think I've mentioned on the show before, legendary dude in hip-hop early on, you know, this dude's whatever. But like, he just got his old bitter man vibe shit on and like whatever. I, I, I reached out to dude and like he would say stupid shit to me sometimes. Like I remember I'd be like, yo, motherfucker, I signed Jay-Z. Like, you didn't sign Jay-Z. And he mentioned like another dude who obviously ran freeze. I'm like, no, motherfucker. He had nothing to do with the deal technically, really. We did that, but he was never in a fucking meeting. Like you, you wasn't even there, fam. You're going to try to tell me what was going on in the fucking office? 
You know what I'm saying? With me, Biggs, Jay, Dame, Dash, Andrew, Shaq, Brian Turner. Like, you wasn't there, bro. No matter. And look, I'm telling you that I idolize this man. I fucking rock with dude. But like, bro, I think he sm signed Smoke Purpose, whatever. Like, like, let's not talk about like what relevance, because I'll destroy you. You know what I'm saying? But like, I reached out to dude on some cool shit. But then I heard like, dude's just like, Man, dude, whack, man. It's unfortunate. And I'm not, this ain't about that. But he was tight with Doom. And I know from way back, whatever. The crazy part, though, is that when I talk to people that really rock with Doom, because the hip-hop biz is small from when it comes to that, he wasn't even in the studio like that with them. He wasn't in there putting shit, you know, whatever. He was it's all smoke and mirrors. Anyways, man, the reason why I bring up Doom's name so tough is because the only other person I thought about when I thought of MF Doom passing was MC Search. Now, a lot of you guys will have no idea who that is, but anybody who was listening to hip-hop in the late 80s and the early 90s, if you really listened to hip-hop in the early and you understood how big Def Jam was, and I'm talking, you know, there's obviously Public Enemy and all this other shit. This is before the Warren G. Aaron, before the West Coast even had shit. I'm talking about LL Cool J and just the real big Def Jam era, you know? Russell Simmons in the heyday with fucking Rick Rubin and all that. Lear Cohen, like the real OG Def Jam days. Then you would have heard a group called Third Base. All right. And Third Base had two white dudes in the group. MC Search and Prime Minister Pete Nice. All right. And I fucking, I looked up to, oh man, this dude, for a white boy, for a black guy, for anything, it doesn't matter. Search could dance. That motherfucker knew how to gig. He was a he knew how to rap. He knew a lot about the history of rap. This dude really grew up like in hip hop from day one, way before even me. He was really in it. By the way, Search is 54, I think. So yeah, so Search is six years older than me and was obviously, you know, those years mean something when you're, you know, when you're rocking and you know, he knows everyone in the game. He's doesn't have a, a huge following now, but dude's got insane immense level of fucking information when it comes to hip-hop and he still loves music so much that he's still in it now like fucking rocking with it hard like listens to it. he's just a fan of music one of the one i mean i've had a conversation with this dude the last time i had a conversation with search was like in 1997 or 98 and it was at the Beverly Center of all places where my fucking store is. And we were talking about an artist that I had signed. Well, we had signed, sorry, Dre had signed The Last Emperor. Super crazy rapper, you know, super bars, signed to Aftermath Entertainment. And um, look, I'm going to have Search on the show. I'm going to ask him some questions. I think the youth or anybody kind of that missed that era definitely needs to hear his story. It's crazy. But yeah, MC Search was a big part. He was one of the main members of Third Base. He was obviously in GYP, Get Yours Posse, which was also in with uh, uh, Zev Love X, KMD, you know what I'm saying? He got them signed. By the way, let me break something down to you guys real quick. MC Search signed Nas. There's somebody else that was enormous, not just MF Doom, but I'm talking about enormous, I can't think of, but Nas is as big as, you're talking about, he is on 99.9% .9 of every single person's top five greatest lyricist list ever, okay? MC Search signed as a motherfucker, okay? I had an hour plus talk with him the other day just to catch up and talk about everything. This dude is telling me he's a fan of mine. He copped uh, one of my Dwight Gooden, you know, the uh, fine art um, prints and 
He's just been seeing what I've been doing from afar. And I didn't even know he had, he was on, I didn't know he was on Instagram like that. You know, I just, I was like curious. I was like, fuck, let me reach out to dude. Boom, seen it, left a comment. He saw immediately, showed love, showed respect. And I was like, man, this dude is really an important dude in hip hop, especially being a Jewish cat, real for real Jewish. I'm talking like real New York Jew. Now, not to say that Michael Rapport isn't real New York Jew, but I'm talking about real serious New York Jewish cat that was rocking in the Latin Quarter. If you know anything about the Latin Quarter, you wasn't just allowed to even walk in there. This dude had a pass. He's, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to get him on the show. Much respect, you know, MC Search. Rest in peace, MF Doom, a.k.a. Zev Love X. Um, so, yeah, I've been down, feeling like shit, just, you know, obviously having, a, you know, just a rough few days. But um, last night, Cuddy called me. And, um, I, you know, I don't bring it up all the time, obviously, but I talked to Cud and we, you know, we were supposed to uh, get up. But um, the COVID thing kind of got me shook. But I had a great talk with Cuddy, man. He put me, you know, um, back in good spirits. He's always on some positive shit, made me laugh. We are just talking about shooting the shit and what kind of new pieces we're going to work on and everything. And um, he's out of town right now shooting a movie. But look, Scott, I love you, bro, man. Fuck, man. Uplifting my spirits, you know. Great fucking, just uh, great talk. And I can't wait to see you. I know you're going to be gone for a little while, but uh, we will get up. Um, other bad news, but good news. Dr. Dre, one of my mentors, um, had an aneurysm and, uh, you know, after having that shitty ass day on Tuesday, I see this and I'm just like, yo, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like I'm gonna get into, I, I said something to search. I'm gonna bring it back up on the thing, but like, and I've said it in the Katon Hustler series. I did say it. Katon Hustler too. I know I need to bring the number three up to get us up to almost up to date, but you know, this man changed my life. Real talk. I mean, it's one of the greatest people in hip-hop ever, and he changed my life. You know, yes, I work for dude, but he changed my life. So anyways, you know, I was like, shit, the fuck's going on? TMZ putting this thing out there. So I texted Dre. I was like, I got his number. Fuck it. You know, maybe he'll get back. Who knows what I'll say. Hey, man, um, you know, my prayers are with you. Boom. And he hit back. He's like, yo, man, I'll be all right. I'm good. I had surgery. You know what I'm saying? I'm at Cedar sinai Like, yeah, I'm straight, dog. Got to get up, and, um, you know, I'll be out of the hospital in two days. So I put that information out there on the internet, and it's funny because I was like, I put it out before a lot of people did. Not trying to be first or anything. I'm just saying, had I put out bad information, motherfucker, oh, what the fuck do you know? It was really cool that I put that out there, and all the responses are positive. I do like that. I think people kind of do know, though. I had a little history. I'm not cool with Dre. We aren't like super close or nothing at all. Barely talked to dude, but he was a very big part of my life from like 1989 to 19, no, to 2000. You know, maybe up to 2002 even, whatever. But yeah, he's just, you know, Dre's a good dude, man. Shout out to my boy Ice-T too, man. He called me up and um, put me up. He chopped it up a little bit, man. Always good. I always love talking to Ice, man. So great. Obviously, if you haven't listened to, that, to the interview with uh, me and Ice-T, definitely listen to that. For those guys who tried to rob Dr. Dre's crib while he was in the hospital, then you are just really the lowest piece of shit scum, suck of shit, punk motherfuckers. I just can't even like, wow. Um... Continue on with hip-hop. Adam22, uh, remember, I have an interview with, on No Jumper. That is going to be postponed. I need to hit him today. Um, there's no fucking way. And I know he just had a kid, and he's been kind of getting tested. I just can't do that interview. I just can't. I can't. Like, I got to wait till shit calms down. Unless I go there with the mask, I don't know. I think that's going to be postponed, though. But, uh, you know, shout out to No Jumper and Adam22. Um, COVID is still very fucked up, just so you know. Don't forget, there are more deaths daily in L.A. County 
than they've ever been. And it's not going to slow down until maybe February. I don't know. We just got too many fucking idiots here. Too many people got opinions or whatever. Like, oh, look at lockdowns here and there. Shut the fuck up. You don't see no shit like that happen in Asia and Australia. You want to know why? Because they fucking lock their fucking cities down for at least 70 days. No going nowhere. No leaving the fucking house. Right? Now, we could have been did that. And all your bitching would have stopped. But it's just too much fuckery. And it's just too much other shit. We're not going to let people quarantine. It's just, you know, I'm just, you know. Anyways, um, Clubhouse app. I mentioned that app. You know what I'm saying? It's a new social media app. I am going to start a jewelry talk room. Going to have my boy Greg Yuna on there. Going to have my boy Jimmy Boy on there. I'm going to have a dude named Zoe Frost, who's a Texas jeweler as well. And I might invite a couple other people. We're going to really get into some real deep talk on Clubhouse so stay tuned for that. Um, I think I mentioned before I want to get an RV motorhome. I'm getting more serious. I talked to a couple cats from um, uh, Giant RV. And, uh, yo, I found an amazing one. If it gets sold, then fuck it. I'll find another one. I'm not tripping like that. But I think it's going to happen. We're going to take the show on the road. I'm going to get the family. We're going to fucking start going to, like I said, just start hitting different cities. And just, you know, got a kitchen, got beds. We're going to go have fun and just... Just fucking drive around and be safe. We can fuck. We have ourselves. You know, we can entertain. We got five people in my family. That's what I love about my family. You know, and everyone is talking now. So like, I could have conversation with Kaya and whatever. And we could cook and we can go fucking park somewhere. I could have Postmates delivered to the fucking car. I park at a you know specific address, whatever. But I was thinking about even fucking doing a BBDTC tour. Fuck it. Hit Portland, Arizona, Utah. I don't know where the fuck I have. If I got Five, ten fans in every one of those cities, boom, hit them off, do some fucking meet. Listen, it's, I can't wait to get this fucking RV. I, mean, I don't know when it's going to happen. I still got to fucking figure out other shit, but uh, it's not a financial issue, obviously. I just got to figure that out. So so I'm really hyped about that. Seattle BBDTC boxes will happen. I just got to wait for shit to cool the fuck down. I do have my Jackie Robinson and my uh, Sandy Koufax autographs are dropping uh, next week, I'm going to probably either, I don't like doing two things at the same time, but I, I got to get these things rolling because I have a special little, um, it's not top secret, but I got a little something with tops coming out and I'm really hyped about it. But yo, let's get into some sports talk real quick since we're talking about the hobby anyways. Yo, still no NBA talk. Um, I'm, I'm watching games, but I really can't focus on this shit, like I said, until I get football fully the fuck out of my system, okay? But I'd like to say that my boy, friend of the podcast, Austin Rivers, is out of his mind. He has been balling like a motherfucker for New York. I can't, man, I'm so fucking proud that, because Austin got game. He gets hated on because his dad's a coach. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. Austin is a good dude. I rock with dude. He's balling. He's doing his thing. He had a fucking excellent fucking game last night sealed it against utah had the last 14 points and i forgot how much time whatever but yo speaking of the nba the dust brothers yes dbp dust brothers are going to be selling nba betting picks okay they are the coldest handicappers i have these motherfuckers have been like they're like 90 percent winners right now in their parlays 
They're going crazy. So I don't know. We just got to set up a website or some shit. But Dust Brothers will be selling picks. So please pay attention. And with that said, no, this ain't a my bookie thing. My thing with my bookie is done right now. But because we got the wild card playoffs going on this weekend, I decided just to go, you know what, fuck it. Let me bless you guys still with my NFL playoff picks. All right, guys. So get your pen ready. Miles, can I get a drum roll? This is who we like to win. All right, this is just if you're betting money line. We like the Bills, we like the Seahawks, we like the Bucks, we like the Ravens, we like the Saints, we like the Steelers. Now, who we like against the spread? We like the Colts plus seven. We like Washington plus nine. We like the Titans plus three and a half. We like the Saints minus 10. We like the Browns plus six and a half. And the only lock that I got out here is my motherfucking Seahawks minus four. I really think we're going to go to work. I'm putting it out there like that. Just want you guys to know, man. Look, I really appreciate every single listener that we have out here. I never sold any picks. Look, I'm not taking anything away from Vegas Dave and these other guys, but look, I made a lot of people a lot of money. And I just kind of wanted to put it out there. I did have a little endorsement deal with my bookie, but you know what? We keep it rocking. I think the Dust Brothers are going to start selling their picks and maybe, I don't know, we'll figure something out on here. But as far as everything goes with football, I'm going to continue until the Super Bowl happens and we'll get it popping. But yo, guys, uh, that's it. That's it for the show. That is it. I mean, we're done. Um, Thank you so much again. And please, 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 I I can't stress this enough. Please subscribe. The more subscribers, the better we do. The more giveaways I have. Look, I'm going to give away a fucking platinum money counter. I'm going to give away maybe some fucking off-white shoes. I don't fucking know what you guys like. We'll figure it out. Give away some fucking AirPods. Maybe some AirPod Max or whatever the fuck those things are called or whatever the shit. Look, I'm ready to give away some things. I need to get some new subscribers. So I need you guys to tell a friend to tell a friend. And yo, make it a great day. All right. And what, what else? What else? Say it with me, guys. Come on. You already know. Three, two, one. Okay. We're going to say it. Three, two, one. This is not your practice life. All right, y'all. I love you guys. Yo, Lakey Lake. Yo, what's good, fam? You already know, bro. Yep. Take us out of here, bro. All right, y'all. Peace.